Hello again and welcome back. This is Jason Stone. I am also known as my online moniker, uh, Magic Lasagna. I'd like to take a minute today to talk about the arena. The arena as I view it is really when you get into conflicts with your boss, especially in the sales world. Because when you get into conflicts with your boss, a wise man once told me, you can't win on the arena floor. It was wise advice, and he was really for referring to getting into headbuttings like competitions with your management, because they will always find a way to win their argument, even if it's just because they are the quote-unquote boss. Uh, the best thing to do is try to kill them with kindness instead, and you should always be, especially in the world of sales, should always be wary and watch your ass when they're on you because they can literally make your life a living hell. The arena was also known as the Colosseum. It was a large amphitheater in Rome. It was built during the Roman Empire and was used for entertainment, including gladiator contests, plays, public executions. The arena is considered one of the most impressive architectural feats in Roman history. Um, all of those things apply to what I'm talking about when you, I say you can't win on the arena floor. Um, you know, it's going to be a contest. Sometimes there's plays, and sometimes there's public executions. The arena was a place of competition where only the strongest and the fittest survived. It was a place where blood was shed and victory was celebrated. The arena was also a place of great honor because the greatest warriors in the land fought there and they fought for either their own satisfaction or they fought for their people. And the arena was furthermore a place of great danger. You can see the kind of um, imagery that I'm painting for you when you go up against your bosses because that can be a great danger because you could lose your job or you know just like I said be in a situation where they want to come down on you harder than they really should even though they're not even angry at you they're probably angry at somebody else um, but it's also a place of great opportunity if you're brave enough to step into the arena uh, you could find yourself becoming the champion. And there was nothing better than being the champion of the arena back in those days because a lot of times it granted you your freedom. And most of the arena champions were slaves, if not all of them. Uh, the arena was a place of combat where two or more individuals, uh, they wouldn't fight. And uh, it's a place where only the strongest would survive. The term is derived from the Latin word for arena, which is arena. And the arena can be found in many different cultures throughout history. Ancient Rome was the most popular, although there were plenty of uh, different types of arena. Like um, in Europe, they were often fought as medieval contests like jousting or swordplay. Um, these guys killed each other. And you should really view any kind of conflict that you have like that, like a battle for life and death. 
Um, because if you don't, then you're always going to lose. We still have arenas today. Um, whether it be MMA, like mixed martial arts, or boxing. Not so much boxing anymore because I feel like boxing is just kind of a dead art. Uh, they don't do it like Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali did back in the day. Um, the best you've got really is Floyd Mayweather. And that guy is talented in the rules of boxing. He's an intelligent fighter. Um, however, you will notice he hugs a lot. Um, he'll grapple his opponents. He'll make sure that he peppers them with jabs. And he'll make sure that he wins the points just to be able to win the match. And in some cases, it's not always just about just winning the match. Because, you know, in the world of, you know, sports like we have today, you see plenty of rematches. And those rematches are the second fight. So um, I guess I could say it's not always about winning the battle. Sometimes it's about trying to win the war. And when you have a rematch and the alternate opponent wins the rematch, you have people question whether or not they were truly the greater one when they won the first match or if it was just a fluke. And in a lot of situations, you end up having a third rematch to kind of decide the bout. Our current modern-day arenas are really nothing like they were back then because they're much safer. People will stop you from pounding on somebody until they bleed out. Um, back then, Caesar would literally tell you to kill the person um, with a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And you should really kind of look into that situation in your brain and uh, decide whether or not your boss is giving you a thumbs up or a thumbs down because it happens a lot in any business, but uh, more so sales. Um, this is a place where, like I said, only the fittest can prosper and where the weak are quickly trampled. And you see that a lot in sales especially because uh, a lot of the new guys, I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts, new guys don't really last most of the time. They're outliers, but... If you hire four or five new guys in the world of sales, you should really just kind of expect all of them to fail because they have these big ideas and these big thoughts and it doesn't match up to what they really think or feel. It's a place and a point in time where um, the brave can make a name for themselves. It's a place where the strong can become even stronger and where the weak can learn to become strong. Like I said, that is kind of an outlier, but whether you see it as a place of battle or a place of opportunity, one thing is for sure, the arena is not for the faint of heart. I'm not going to mention a lot of the things that I've been through. However, I can tell you that I've been through a lot in the arena. Um, whether it's just a downright argument or a near fist fight, um, there are a lot of things that can happen that just make you fucking angry in the world of sales. And I mentioned before that my anger is like a fine-tuned emotional scalpel. Um, I can focus it almost like a laser beam, and I can benefit from my anger. However, 
most people aren't like that. Most people can't focus their anger into a pinpoint and focus it on something other than what they're already thinking about. For instance, if I was angry at my friend John, I could use that anger and focus it to become more productive at work. However, the average human being, the average person, is going to take that that same anger and only be able to focus on the person or the thing or the fact that they're angry about. While I am referring to the arena as almost a battleground between you and your boss, maybe even a co-worker, um, I am focusing more so on the management side of things. Uh, there are a variety of management problems that can occur in any organization that you're at, whether it's sales or um, you know, working at TJ Maxx and you just don't get along with your manager there. Most of the common management problems include poor communication, lack of trust, or poor decision-maker making, makers, <laughs> poor decision-making, and uh, conflict, conflict being one of the biggest ones out of all of them. Uh, poor communication is often the root cause for any other management problems um, because when you don't have a, a direct line of communication with your boss or management, then things tend to get lost in translation and you don't understand why these things are happening. Lack of understanding on your part um, can lead to further problems. So sometimes you just have to sit back and take your ass beating and understand why they're doing it to you. Uh, typically, as a general rule in the world of sales, uh, that ass beating that you get, um, they normally just want you to become better because of it. Uh, a lot of times, if they don't give you that ass beating, if they don't talk to you, it's because they just don't give a fuck about you. They don't want you around. They don't care. They're not going to talk to you. They're not going to cuss you out. They just leave you alone and let you weed yourself out. Um, and that's part of the communication thing. When the communication is poor, it can be difficult to trust the manager and make decisions that are in the best interest of the company. And when that leads to conflict, um, it can lead to further miscommunication and misunderstandings. Uh, the lack of trust when it comes to it is when employees feel they don't trust them. And that's a direct stem of that exact lack of communication that I'm talking about because I can assure you that your manager, boss, or anything, they don't want whatever company you're with to fail. They want it to succeed because that company's success determines their level of success. Um, once they get to that point with you, you start to experience poor decision-making and it's another management problem that through that miscommunication and issues of lack of trust, you start to make worse decisions as an employee. Um, sometimes, you know, these problems can range from small issues to more serious problems. Uh, this is really for the women out there for the most part. Uh, the more serious problems can lead up to things like sexual harassment. Um, and it's a serious problem that can occur in the workplace. 
but it's a lot less prevalent these days than it used to be, specifically because there are so many laws that protect you and so many ways that you can end up suing an employer for sexual harassment. And I can promise you that your employer doesn't want that because the last thing they want to do is have to pay out a big lawsuit and they don't want to even go to court with it because sometimes going to court can cost even more than just a settlement. I remember uh, the county that I live in had an issue where um, there were a bunch of people that moved out and uh, opened a lot and opened a trailer park right beside the county dump. And then later, um, after, uh, the county dump was there before them, but later they went in and claimed that there was a racism issue because the county made them live beside the county dump. And you know what the county did? The county paid them out because it was cheaper to pay them out than it was for them to fight it in court with their lawyers. I know that sounds crazy, but that's what happens in most court cases. The lawyers are more expensive than it's worth to fight it and win on principle than it is to just pay them out and be done with it. And that's part of what I'm talking about being on the arena floor. Sometimes it's cheaper and better for you to just surrender or um, pay out, for lack of a better word, than it is for you to suit up and go to court and try to win it because that's not something that you really, really want to do because most of the time, like I said, it's just going to make your life miserable. As a person responsible for driving sales in your company, uh, you're really kind of tasked with overcoming a lot of those management problems. Among those really is the challenges of building and maintaining a successful sales team. Um, the team is responsible for generating revenue and ensuring that your company's sales goals are met. I know that sounds weird because I keep talking about I don't really care how successful other people are because I'm always going to be successful. Uh, no matter what, that's my mantra. No matter what, be successful. But that being said, uh, sales teams are often plagued with problems like high turnover rates and difficulty motivating them. Uh, because if you're a half-decent salesperson and you get up to a certain point in your sales, sometimes you just get complacent and you're happy with how much money you've made that month and you really don't have the desire and drive to make even more money that month. Um, which I've never understood, but some people are just wired that way. They say, hey, $10,000 is enough this month. Um, for me, no matter what I make in a month, it will never be enough, ever. Um, there is never a time that I'm going to limit myself or cap myself or say, hey, I've done great this month. Time to take the rest of the month off or time to, for lack of a better word, give up. Uh, you don't give up on the arena floor. Um, the high turnover rate I talk about all the time, it's just an issue no matter where you are, especially in this current job market. Uh, I can tell you right now, this generation of workers do not give a fuck. They will straight up leave uh, that day, no two-week notice. They don't care anymore, um, and it's really putting a lot more pressure on owners and management to be kinder and better to their employees.
you just have to remember, you know, with thick skin that no matter what, um, they're not really doing it for their enjoyment. I'm a high-level salesman, and I've been benched before. I told basically, hey, you're not allowed to sell anything. Go sit down. And um, I generate a lot of money with my sales. And that being said, it is not beneficial to my management team to bench me. But it's happened before. Um, it'll probably happen again one day. Um, I'm pretty stubborn and hard-headed. I do a lot of dumb things, but uh, that being said, um, any kind of a management problem or anything like that in sales can really be divided into broad categories. Um, the problems that pertain to those in the sales force, such as you know territories, quotas, training and development, um, the problems that pertain to that is they can include such topics as account management and customer service, customer service being the hugest one. Uh, customer service, um, I always make sure that no matter what, if somebody buys something from me or not, they walk out of my building happy. Because if they walk out of my building happy, they're going to tell everybody else that they're happy. And when they do that, uh, you generate more. Um, more and more sales are generated because of it. And it will help you in the long run to be able to have a broad range of customer service. Um, all of that being said, one of the major keys to dealing with these issues is just not to get emotional. It's tough not to get emotional because, you know, when you have, you know, somebody basically telling you to go fuck yourself, um, it's hard not to respond in kind. Um, but I typically have a approach with management that tends to help out and cool down the situation a bit. I call it the yes sir, no sir approach. Pretty much no matter what they're saying to you, if you say yes sir and no sir enough, then they typically back off of you after that. Um, they tend to feel as if they've won. That's what I was talking about, killing them with kindness. It's not actually about making them angry or actually killing them or anything. It's more so... Um, placating them and uh, letting them feel as if they've gotten to you to the point where you become obedient or uh, something to those terms. But that being said, uh, like I said, the most important part of all of this is not to try to get into the headbutting competition because once you do, you're almost assuredly going to lose every time. Um, just keep doing what you're doing and be productive uh, try to keep selling things or, you know, performing your job admirably. Uh, whatever it is that you do when you get into these headbutting competitions, uh, prove them wrong. You know, if they think that you're worthless, prove your worth. Um, they, they can't do anything after that. You've shown them that you're better. Um, so that's just really the easiest way to overcome all of it. And... If you have any issues with your management that stem further, like I was talking about sexual harassment, call somebody. Talk to them. See what other people think. I know you have a close circle of friends that you can communicate with that are more than likely going to give you good advice when it comes to these things. Now, a lot of you have a circle of friends that are not a great circle of friends, and they're going to tell you to do some fucking crazy shit. Don't listen to them. Get yourself some new friends. Um... 
I mean, it's just, you know, no keying people's cars or slashing tires. All that shit is just fucking bonkers, and you don't want any piece of that. Um, it just leads to, to worse. It's like a karma situation. Bad karma begets bad. Good begets good. Bad begets bad. Like, it's just the way that the world works. Um, that's where the concept of karma came up. So, as you're thinking about this and moving forward in your life, just remember... A wise man once told me you can't win on the arena floor. And that being said, that's going to end my podcast tonight. I hope that you guys learned something from it and enjoyed it. If you need anything from me, my cell phone number is 910-515-0890. I'll help you out however I can. Shoot me a text message. I'm much more responsive to those. Uh, that being said, you can contact me at magiclasagna at magiclasagna.com. Or, um, you know, find me as Jason Stone. I live in Wilmington, North Carolina. Just uh, Google me. You'll probably find me pretty quick. Again, this is Jason Stone. I'm also known as Magic Lasagna. And for the last time, and not, not the last time, for not the last time, I'm going to say it doesn't matter how successful you are, I'm always going to be successful.